Hi there and welcome to the Sports Fan TV Cricket Fan Show. My name's Steve, our editor-in-chief and, uh, and, and boss, Mac, calls me the cricket guy, which is very kind of him. Um, and I'm joined this evening, as I very often am, by my good friend Tony, Tony the Legend. How are you, Tony? Are you well? I'm good. Thank you, Steve. And yourself? I'm not bad at all, thank you. Not bad at all. I am I am bloated from having gorged myself on T20 yes. cricket these last two days, Tony. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We have had some sparkling cricket. We have, we have. So we're here this, this time to talk about the World T20 semi-finals and a little preview of the final. Um, as we, obviously both Tony and I, as you, if you've watched us before, will know we are England fans and we, we go and watch England when we can. Um, so, oh, England, let's start there. England, New Zealand semi-final. Tony, the, the, yeah. what, what can we say? I, I, my, my first thought, as, as those of you watching will know, England lost to New Zealand in the in the, the first of the two semi-finals that the, the thing that came to my mind watching that watching them lose that game at the end was brazil 82 the brazilian football team in world cup 1982 were probably the strongest most skillful entertaining to watch good team and then when it came to the crunch they ran into a team of who weren't as fancied didn't have the superstars, but just were able to keep getting the job done in, in that in that tournament in Italy. And it just reminded me of the great people that should have won a tournament that didn't do it. And that's kind of where I felt yeah, England were. I, I felt that, uh, yeah, we were a bit unfortunate. We've had more injuries than, than any other country. Uh, we lost Roy and before the tournament, obviously, we lost two or three things. But nevertheless, I think we had sufficient strength in depth um, to have um, just edged home. But I felt right from the start when we batted that we, we, we came up a little short of par. Yes. I noticed that Bairstow, for instance, although he played well, his strike rate, for instance, was only 76, uh, nearly 76.5, something four, four nine, something like that, mm -hmm. um, which wasn't quick enough. And I felt that we came up maybe 10, 15 runs short. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, um, we had it there, I think. We had, we had, it's like every T20 match there is. It, so I, I was listening to commentary. They, they have this, um, this win predictor mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that uh, I don't know if you've come across it, but yeah. there's a, this computerized win predictor predicts which side is going is going to win uh, as the overs go by mm -hmm. and um, well it was like the proverbial yo-yo it, it went backwards and forwards backwards and forwards people have rubbished it because of that but all that to my mind is wrong I think what it shows is that in t20 cricket it can fluctuate yeah just in the, like the drop of a hat, mm -hmm. one good over of, of, of run getting, one good over of, of uh, bowling can change the face, particularly near the end, can yeah. change the, the, the whole face. Yeah. I'll I, I give you yeah. just, one interesting, mm -hmm. uh, just one interesting stat before I let you go forward on your stats. Um, for only... Before this competition, only four times in all the T20 World Cups, in every match, has a side scored over 60 in the last five overs to win the match. Mm -hmm. And would you believe it, both semi-finals, the winners yeah. scored over 60 in five overs 
uh, to win the match. Yeah. So that shows you uh, that, that in fact, in both semifinals, new ground was broken. Yeah. And what one last comment I'm delighted to say, because I had great reservations, the Jew was not a factor. Mm -hmm. In both matches, the Jew did not, even though the, the team that inserted the other side both mm -hmm. times won, it wasn't because of the Jew. No, I, I think I think so. It wasn't it wasn't tilted towards the you know it wasn't a question of win the toss win the game it, it wasn't at yeah. all they were they were yeah yeah I, I agree 166 for four is a, is an okay score um probably would have been enough to win most of the group games frankly um given the, the, the class of, of England's bowling attack Butler was fine I mean he didn't we can't expect him to score 100 or 80 in 50 balls every time he bats, he did okay. Besto didn't really get going, and as you say, was ended up being out yeah. having having yeah. having absorbed a, a number of deliveries was out without even getting to run a ball territory, which wasn't great. Then Milan and Moeen, I I feel a bit torn because I don't think you can really criticise either of them. Milan got 41 in 30 balls, strike rate of 136, which was good. Yeah. Moeen 51 in 37 balls, strike rate of 138, which was good. But we probably needed one of them to really go. We kind of, I think, I think you need one sub one forty score in your upper middle order. You probably struggle to absorb two if you really need to go. And and it meant that by the time Livingston Livingston got in, and I mean he's what he scored seventeen and ten balls. He kind of died by the sword. He, he had to go. He hit a couple of cracking shots, but he, he just yeah. had to had to go. Um, yeah, at the time, at the time. that's right and Morgan came in for a couple of balls at the end and, and just what well, he got four or something in two balls which was which was fine but he didn't really have time to affect the game um Mummy managed to get get to his 50 but by the end and, and again you can't really knock 41 and, and 51 but under 140 runs per, per 100 balls it's it's not not quite enough so I, I think they were 15 no. to 20 short I think they were, and, and what they really lacked was, was quite interesting they lacked one or two really big overs they had overs where they were more, scored more than 10 on, on, a, on a few occasions, but they didn't have the 18, 20, 25 over that you kind of need yeah, to really push they, a score. They didn't, they, didn't have a, a, they didn't have Nation to come in and... and, and no. uh, well, well, you see, they, they arguably they did because they had Billings who didn't get a bat. Yes. I mean, you know, and, and so for me, one of Milan or Moe needed to go a bit sooner. Um, and um, one of them needed to say, well, I'm going to keep going at the 140 rate. You you try and smash the cover off it. And and, and I think yes, Moeen was I, probably I, I, the man yeah. to do that. That's a very good point, that, that somebody needed, if you like, to say um, what not or bust. I don't yeah. uh, you know. Vegas, Vegas. Bust, and, Vegas and go bust. for it. Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And, yeah, and, 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 and neither of them did that. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think it's in Milan's nature, to be honest. I, no. I, I, I don't... That, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's certainly in, in Moen's nature. Yeah. That sounds. It sounds as if I'm criticising the, the guy, but I'm not. No, I, I know what you mean. I, I'm I, like you. I, I feel it's given the performance, it's harsh to criticise them. Um, and you know, one sixty six was was fine. You know, it was okay. And um, it was a big ground too. Yeah, it was a big ground. Yeah, and and I suppose, and again, in the absolute space of being wise after the event and I, and I appreciate this is wise after the event because I had absolutely no problem with best opening the batting no maybe, no I think it was the logical choice to yeah, open but maybe they'd have been better off getting Milan to open and Santa Milan you know bat, bat 60 balls and and you know get get 80 
or something, you know, and and have Bairstow coming in in the middle order where we know he's very, very effective and, and, and so on. So, But that yeah. absolutely is wise after the event. I wasn't saying that before the game, but that could have been something they thought about. So anyway, they ended the batting 166 for four. I could Watching the TV coverage, it was really interesting. I, I could see that Kevin Peterson clearly didn't think it was enough. Um, he was trying hard not yeah. to say it's not enough, but he, he really felt that. And then New Zealand, they got 167. They got it in 19 overs, which tells you that, you know, 15, 20 short. That's it. Bang where, where we were. Started very well. Wokes' mm. new ball spell was absolutely superb. Guptill and Kane both out early. Both didn't look in, you know, well, Wokes was all well, over. I think we had the we had the match in the palm of our hands. Then once we got to their two main scorers up to now, although Mitchell had been coming into form yeah, in yeah. previous matches, and he, I thought for his seventy-two, I thought he played very very well. Yeah, he was forceful, and he held the the innings together mm-hmm. when there was a, a second wobble before uh, Nisham came to the wicket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Um, and I mean, yeah, the way the way I, I looked at it when I was when I was preparing for this and looked at the way the overs played out, only one over. Um, to the eleventh, sorry, there was only only what a couple of overs in the entire bit up until the the last the last three overs, where New Zealand scored yeah. more than more than ten in an over. Um, you know, the, I yeah. think the eleventh over was only the second one. Where they um, where they scored over ten, and I think maybe one more in the thirteenth. But then the seventeenth. Oh, and, and I have to say, in that period, Mitchell and Conway were doing that thing. So we kept quoting MS Stoney in the TV coverage, saying, "Just stay in the game, stay in the game until the last couple of overs, and you never know. Stay in the game, and you're always in a chance." And that's what Mitchell and Conway were basically keeping them in the game. That was what they were doing. Livingston, I thought, again, bowled really well. We've spoken before. We we think he's a bit of a golden arm. For twenty-two, I thought it was it was excellent. He has been the find, I think, yeah. uh, of, of the England team. Yeah. I, I yeah. regard him now as being indispensable in the team. Absolutely. Because it doesn't matter whether the a left-handed batter or a right-handed yeah. bat, he can bowl, and he obviously has the temperament for the big occasion. Absolutely. Which is yeah. another important factor. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just need to get him at the crease quicker. Um but yeah, with his bowling, that was fantastic. Then, of course, Nisham, you know, Conway was out. Um, ball had stumped off Livingston. Great delivery. Good bit of work by Butler. And then Nisham came in and Nisham just took hold of the game and yes, said, no, this is, this is going to be the Jimmy Nisham semi-final. The 17th over went for 23 runs. And, and I have to say, sadly, Chris Jordan, who we, we like a great deal on this show. Yeah, you're freezing again. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll keep going, Tony. I think we're okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's just we'll give it a pause and uh, and wait and we'll restart again with the Chris Jordan stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I think you're you're free. Yeah, no, no, I'm sitting still. Start again about Nisham. Yeah. So um, with me, you're still speechless. Yeah, yeah, and sorry, I wasn't saying anything. Sorry, I was just waiting. I'm just giving a bit of space to to have a break for for Mac, so he can edit if I just if I just stay quiet. Okay. Yeah. So then Nisham, Nisham came to the crease. Um, and, and then the seventeenth over onwards was was carnage. Frankly, Nisham said this is going to be my semi final, and um, and away he went. Chris Jordan bowled the seventeenth over, and sad to say, we're big fans of him on this show, but it was in the slot. He, he kept putting it in Nisham's area where he was going to hit the ball out of the ground. It was just one of those moments where. 23, 23. 
23 runs. I mean, yeah. Nisham's strike rate was 245. Yeah. 27 uh, uh, yeah. runs off 11 balls. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that made the difference, I think, yeah. without a doubt. It did. Uh, one other thing that, might, one other occurrence that might have made the difference was the Bairstow non catch. Yeah. Where uh, he, the ball was going for six, he dived caught it and threw it back to Billings uh, in a repeat of what they had done in the previous match. But in doing so, his knee touched the, the boundary. Um, yes, the triangle on the boundary. Right? Not a yeah. rope. I don't know what. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the foam uh, cover uh, on, the, and, on the boundary. Uh, yeah. It was given a six. And... Yep. Yeah. So yeah. that, I think, that was, that was a turning point. Mm -hmm. Had he caught that, then something, I mean, A, there were six runs less. And B, there was a wicket more. But yeah. it's all about ifs and buts, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, it is. And as you said at the beginning, we, we were 10 to 15 runs short. And uh, the one thing about this New Zealand team is they didn't panic. They are unflappable. Mm -hmm. I mean, to lose their two probably top-order rocks in Guptill and, and Kane Williamson so early, England must have been cock-a-hoop. Mm -hmm. um, and it just didn't come to pass. No, no, it didn't. I mean, you know, the, the over after um, Jordan's Rashid, he, he went for two sixes in that over. Um, but really, after the, the Jordan over, it was a question of um, it was a question of, of Vegas or bust. I think that the, the Kiwi batsmen had got themselves into a position where if they attacked, they could win the game. And they played the percentages and, and Wokes is over. I didn't think he bowled it that badly. It's just they were going, they, they were taking the risks of playing the big shots and well, they only needed Wokes a couple to come off. Well, he, got, he got wickets in the, in the power play, which is, which is, you know, the, the, uh, the, the Afridi job for Pakistan was the same sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, just to go, I mean, he got, uh, Afridi got um, um, Finch, with an absolute beauty in the semi-final. First yeah. ball, golden, absolute beauty. Swung the white ball. Now, Wokes, that's Wokes' his main duty, in my opinion, is to get wickets when the ball is new and it swings and he's yeah. at his best there. And so I couldn't blame him. I couldn't blame no. him. No. And, okay, Jordan, for once... Normally, he's, he's Morgan's big go-to man at the end. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so yeah, no, it was runs it, off the seventeenth yeah, yeah, no, and no. and 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 um, yeah, and and that was that was it was a shame. But you know, New Zealand went for it, and it came off, and that's it. You hang in the game, you hang in the game, you give yourself yeah. a chance, and yeah. um, and and that, and that was that. So yeah, twenty-three runs off the seventeenth, fourteen off the eighteenth, and then twenty runs off the nineteenth. Um, 57 runs in 18 balls, absolutely terrific. Um, and, you know, you, you've got to say, well, hats off. But England, as you said, it had had that game in the palm of their hands and just got the out-executed at the, at the death. That's it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be interesting to see if they'd have perhaps next time England play, if Wokes bowls the first four overs on the, on the spin and he bowls overs one, three, five, and seven, um, and um, and we just bowl him out at the top of the game because that's where he's most effective. Is that better use of him than having him bowling at the death? I don't know. I think I think there's a there's a case for the, the very least to give him three overs off the top and just keep one uh, back if, if yeah. we need a wicket uh, a little bit later on and bring him back as a strike yeah. bowler against the lower tail enders. But yeah. um, 
That didn't happen. No. So that was England out. New Zealand cock a hoop, and um, you know, going through to the um, to the next to the next uh, well into the final. Um, England, I think, looks a little bit surprised that they lost the game, but um, I think you know everyone likes New Zealand. So you're freezing again, Steve. Yeah, everybody likes New Zealand. Um, so yeah. I just pause again. I'm 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 okay, Tony. When you when you're saying that, so as I'm recording it on my machine, I'm not sure if it's uh, going to be freezing. I've got something coming up which says Steve. Yeah, I've got Steve's network bandwidth is low coming up on my right. screen. Okay, I'm not I'm not seeing that, and I'm um, I, I am I have once got a, your connection is low, but I'm because I'm recording it on my machine. It might be that it's that it's okay. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll start. Yeah. We'll start again. We'll, we'll just start talking about the. Um, we'll just well, start talking. Just, just have to to yeah. amend it as necessary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But then on to the second semi final: Australia versus Pakistan. Felt like a similar game. Australians won the toss. Pakistan batted fine. Australia reeled it in in nineteen overs with an absolute assault towards the end. Um, four big overs at the end, 12 runs off the 16th, 13th off the 17th, 15 off the 18th, 22 off the 19th. I, I didn't feel you could really criticise that Pakistan innings. Maybe Rizwan could have gone a bit quicker. His strike rate was under 130, but, um, uh, you know, whatever, what, 170 I'll, plus? I'll, I'll, forgive Rizwan, I'll forgive Rizwan everything. He was in hospital with a lung infection and was only discharged the evening before the match. So he came off his hospital bed uh, uh, to score 67. So I think, you know, yeah, when you consider point. what he was at, he kept wicket very well. So I, 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 he wasn't fully fit. No, no. Um, and, you know, and Fakar Zaman as well, 55 in 32 balls. That's a strike rate of 170. Oh. That's what you want from yeah. your middle order batter. So yeah, I think probably the, the, the key yeah. bowler for Australia today was Adam Zampa. Um, he took one for 22, so not quite as good as Liam Livingston, but pretty good. Um, and and I have him uh, looking at the performances in up to the end of the Super 12s. Um, I have uh, I have Zampa as the most effective bowler of the two teams that have gone to the final. Um, his 11 wickets in, in the Super 12s. Um, he was taking a wicket every 10 and a bit balls and an economy rate of, of under a runner ball. So he's doing really, really well. Right. Um, it, it's just a shade better than Trent Bolt is doing um, in by the same metrics, which I thought was quite interesting. So, But Zampa certainly has, has been a, a smart pick by Australia. Before the tournament, we wondered if they'd miss not choosing Nathan Lyon, who's probably that who's their best player. But Zampa is a leg spinner. He's he's done the business, and it just goes to show. I think in this format of the game, a leg spinner is is absolutely crucial to a successful successful team. Absolutely, I think you're quite right. I had to to make some um, comments. I felt uh, Warner, who I think has been is a bit like Mitchell. He's coming into form at the at the right time, but it it was astonishing. He he first of all dropped uh, Rizwan when he was on naught, and he got both hands to it, so it was a reasonable catch, and he dropped him, and so, so that cost his side sixty seven. He then came in and batted very responsibly, was in showing excellent form, had scored forty nine, um, and then there was an appeal for a court behind, and Warner walked, uh, <laughs> and uh, most un-Australian like, and they had two reviews left. And the technology, 
the, te the technology proved he hadn't touched it. In fact, there, there, there was a visible, even to the naked eye, there was a gap between the bat and the ball. Uh, and uh, allegedly, Warner, when, was, when shown it in the dressing room afterwards, said, I definitely hit it. I definitely hit it. Wow. But there again, he didn't. So that, that, that could have cost them the match. Yeah. But it didn't because we had way too... Well, and Stoinis and Wade who came in mm -hmm. uh, and, as you say, dragged it. Wade was sensational. I felt so sorry for Hassan. Mm -hmm. Sheriff Afridi, uh, uh, who had bowled superbly at the opening and was bowling very well, came on to bowl the 19th over. And he bowled dot, dot, or one dot, and then uh, Wade launched him into the deep and Hassan Ali dropped him. Yeah. So that was the third ball yeah. of the 19th over. Mm -hmm. And then Wade went six, 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 game over. Yeah. <laughs> and one felt so sorry for Hassan Ali. But, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it was an astonishing finish uh, by Wade. Um, who incidentally had had uh, for his first ten runs or something it was was below a hundred in his strike rate uh, uh, and then uh, mm -hmm. went well and and and, and Stoidus, I thought played very very well as very sensible innings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just proves that the deeper you go in a team, if you've got depth, then you yeah. have a chance. As you yeah. said about the England match. Stay in the game, stay in the game. And that's what Australia did. And yeah. they came out on top. Yeah, yeah. So we have an Australia-New Zealand final, much to my delight. Um, I cannot believe this Australian team is one win away from winning the tournament. Um, and indeed, more good news for the Australians. Devon Conway, when he was out yesterday, stumped by, um, by Joss Butler. As he turned to walk, in his frustration, he punched his bat and has broken his hand. So will not be available for New Zealand for the final. So he's been keeping wicket for them, I think. So they're going to have to shuffle around their team. That gives Williamson and, and the coaches in, of New Zealand a bit of a bit of a conundrum. I would imagine they'll bring Seafoot back in into the middle order um, and um, and he will he will keep wicket, but maybe they'll ask Phillips to keep wicket. I don't know, but that takes away a bowling option. It's They'll have a few things to think about. Um, but certainly it will be wild if this Australia wins the tournament, won't it, Tony? Well, I have to say they look on the face of it the better balanced side from a bowling point of view. Zampa, I don't think New Zealand have a Zampa in, 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 their, in their ranks. Uh, Santner, I say, is, is certainly not in the, in the same league. And, and of course, they have the three world-class um, uh, fast bowlers. And furthermore, what Australia's batting has, has demonstrated that they play pace bowling well, and the strength of the New Zealand bowling attack yeah. are, are the three pace bowlers in in mm -hmm. in really is Southie, Trent Bolt, and 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 Milne, who's come in for um, Lockie Ferguson. Yeah, so, uh, I would have to say one never knows. It's a T Twenty, and it just mm -hmm. takes one person to take the game by the scruff of the neck. But I have this sense that. Australia are on a roll and are running into form at the right time. And if I was forced to flip a coin, a two-headed coin, one of the heads would come down to be Australia. 
Yeah, I have to say, Tony, I think I, I agree with you. I think the team's looking again at the performances in in the Super 12 um, and kind of that, that bulk of play there, that the teams look quite evenly matched in terms of the performances to date. Um, you've got a couple of people that haven't really done very much so far for the Australians. Steve Smith and Glenn Maxwell haven't done a great deal. You could just see them, one of them, just in time for the final, putting in a stellar world-class performance and you know that's that I and mean, as you say Warner's Warner's now playing very well he'll be gutted to have got out when he should when he shouldn't have when he when he should have at least reviewed it or certainly shouldn't have walked or so on um I have I have a feeling I have a feeling that Australia are going to going to win um I, I hope New Zealand's I hope New Zealand turn it on I hope they, they do they do what they do best and just stay in it stay in it and grind out a win. I hope the toss isn't too much of an effect on, on the game. I mean, uh, my heart, because of the because of the closeness of the last final against us, and the, and 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 the uh, the the last the one over. I my heart says, wouldn't it be nice? I hope they're not the bridesmaid uh, for the second consecutive World Cup. But uh, I, I I go along with it. For me, it's Australia. Yeah, well, we'll see who, if we're right this, when we come back next week and have a look at the final and see see how it's how it's gone. I'll have I'll have, I'll have my excuses ready, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, as you say, it's a it's a in all sport a one off match and a final. Funny things can happen. Wigan Wigan can beat Manchester City, yes. etc. So you never know what what can happen in, in a one off yeah. game. Certainly, both evenly matched teams, but I think same thing. Yeah, but I think evenly matched teams where the Australians are evenly matched, I'd probably give the Australians the edge in in, in the final. Um, pains me, though, it is to say that, but I think it'll be wild if this Australia side wins. Before the tournament, I wondered if they might struggle a little, actually, and I think they did to start with. They didn't look like a great side to start with, but here they are, one win away from winning the title. <sighs> then it... What is it Gary Lineker says about football? 22 men play football for 90 minutes and then the Germans win on penalty as well. 22 men play cricket for for for, for 40 overs and uh, and then the Australians then the Australians win anyway. Um, but on that jolly note, um, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that rundown of the semis. And see, do you agree with us? Do you think the Australians have got the edge in the final? Let us know in the comments. Um, we're always pleased to, to hear what you've got to say. Um, I will be um, putting some stuff on social media on our Twitter channel at SFTV underscore cricket, um, which is this the fan show's Twitter account. So have a look out for some of that stuff. Please like and subscribe to Sports Fans TV. And this is from me, Steve, and from Tony. Wishing you good night. Good night. 